0: Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Art of Unraveling. Today's topic I want to bring up because it comes up a lot. It's come up for me, it comes up for my clients, it's come up in my Lightworker Academy mentorship program. And that is this idea of using personal growth, even something that could be positive, right? Like working on ourselves, you know, as I could probably be put in the category of personal growth junkie. Like I love learning about anything to do with personal growth, business growth, psychology. All of those things are so interesting to me. And I know a lot of my clients, a lot of people attracted to my work are the same. Well, one, because you're attracted to some energy within me. So like attracts like. But two, because if you're attracted to my work, there's a part of you that wants to work on some aspect of yourself. And so you're attracted to my work in order to do so. In which case, you could maybe be put in the personal growth junkie category. And so something that's seemingly very positive working on ourselves, wanting to be better. Where it can go south in some ways is that we, first of all, two different ways. First of all is I was working with a client recently and she was telling me about how she spent all day one Sunday watching Netflix. She kind of had a whole Netflix binge. And some of us might look at that and go, that's not okay. You can't do that. That's wrong. And when we do that, we're shaming that part that needed that. Now, should we be binge watching Netflix every day? Probably not. Maybe. It depends. I don't know. I don't know what you particularly need. but is that going to help us reach a goal per se? Probably not, because it's going to take a lot of time to just binge watch a show. But in her case, there's not a lot of time that she gets to do that. And so what happened was she binge watched Netflix all day on a Sunday. And then on Monday, that inner critic started beating her up. It started saying, why did you do that? You wasted a whole day. There's so many other things you could have been doing. Now you're behind. I don't know everything that her inner critic was saying, but I'm I can get a pretty good idea of what it might have been saying. Really beating her herself up. And we have to look at that as abuse. We have to see that that's abusive behavior because there was some part of her that needed that day of respite. And so Many of us. This is so prevalent in our society, in this capitalistic, you know, go, go, go American dream society that we live in that says if you are not moving towards a goal, then you're lazy. Or if you're not cleaning up your house, if you're not doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, then you're lazy. And the issue here is that there's information in the needing to check out if you're doing it all the time there's information there maybe you're putting too much pressure on yourself this is a big one for me that's that's i have been working on for quite some time but it is still very prevalent because if you've been here a while you understand we talk a lot kind of about psychology and understanding why we do what we do for me i equated achieving and getting things done with love. Like that's how I got appreciation as a child, when I achieved, when I did well. And so my brain wired me in such a way that says, we have to get a bunch done. We have to work really hard. You know, all the stories. And there's nothing wrong with achieving, but it comes at a price, especially if there's this huge pressurization that you put yourself under, which I did, and which contributed greatly to my chronic fatigue, anxiety, and all the things I've been working through. Because you can't live in that pressurized state. And in my client's uh, example, she had to be the responsible one. And I know a lot of women here can relate to this. We have to be the responsible one. We Nobody else can do it as good as we can. So we might as well be the ones to do it. And we don't delegate. We don't ask for help because that shows weakness. We have to be the one that keeps the family together. That's That runs generationally for a lot of us. The woman was the one that kept things together, that kept the family together, that held the glue. And then we end up doing all the things. So my pressurized part, you know, I see it in the weekends. I find myself a lot of times just wanting to check out, kind of like my client did on that Sunday. I've learned not to beat myself up with that because I've been doing this for a while. I've been working with this for a while and I understand, but now I'm understanding it on an even deeper level that because of the pressure, so now it's Monday and all of a sudden I'm feeling the anxiety come back because this week is very busy for me. And so that whenever I have a really full week, it provokes me because I'm like, well, where do I get spaciousness? Where do I get time? Where do I get to relax? And I start getting resentful at the very things I want to be doing. Let me know if you can relate to this. I, I have a feeling that this is prevalent out there. So how do we work with that? And and I will get back to personal growth as well. Well, all I'm going to actually, I'll talk about the personal growth piece right now because I feel like this podcast is more about pressure. <laughs> the personal growth aspect that comes into play here is two things. One, sometimes we're using personal growth as an escape from feeling. I don't want to feel certain things. And so I'm learning as much as I can about all the things, but not really doing the work. And I've seen myself do this skirt around the edges of this in different programs. I personally have signed up for, especially if they're like self paced programs that I just do at my own time. I'll like watch all the videos, but I don't ever really get into the questions or do the deeper work, but I love the learning aspect. So it's almost like it becomes a little bit of an escape so that I don't have to feel whatever it is I'm feeling in that moment. And I I know it's an escape because I'll get very hyper fixated on it. Like I just want to watch all the videos within like two days. And sometimes that's just being excited and I'm not shaming this part of myself. But look at where personal growth and even just learning different things, where that has become an escape for you. It may or may not be true for you but that's something to look at. The second thing about personal growth work is that it's work. It's personal growth work. It's not a relaxing activity to do personal growth. Now, this is coming from somebody who teaches this stuff and who has programs, right? So I love personal growth. There's a time and a place, but my friends, what I'm talking about goes back to this pressure, are we using personal growth as another thing to work on? I had another client a few years ago that she, you know, was kind of beating herself up about some different things, kind of poo-pooing her laziness, her lazy side, like just wanting – so this is very much connected, right? Poo-pooing her lazy side that she just wanted to relax and do nothing, and she's she was in one of my programs at the time, my Empowered Women program. She just wanted to like. She knew she needed to do work for that. but She was avoiding things and da 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 da. And what I want to say about that is that personal growth is work. So if you already have this full plate of like your nine to five job, I think at the time which she did, I think at the time she was in a program to help her her in her role more at work. She is an, in HR, so she was doing a whole program to like. I don't know, gets, get to the next level in HR, whatever that looked like. And she had all these other things going on in her personal life and stuff like that. And so like the plate's already full. Now, does that mean we should be, if my plate's full, I shouldn't do any personal growth work? No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you're adding on another thing to an already full plate and then kind of like beating yourself up, like think about whipping yourself in the back with a whip. Because that's kind of what we're doing every time we're putting pressure on herself and shaming herself for wanting to take that pressure off. So she's already got a full plate and now she's in this program to help to better herself as a person. And she's shaming herself because like she's not making enough time for it. And, you know, there's ways to work with that because a lot of us that suffer from perfectionism and are high achievers, we think we need to like be spending, you know, Three hours a week or five hours a week on the personal growth program that we may be in, for instance. When, what if you just found an hour or 30 minutes in the morning or 30 minutes on a Saturday? A lot, I see this a lot in high achieving people that the expectations are just too high. And then we turn around and procrastinate and spiral because we and don't do anything. We end up doing nothing because and it's just like it's all this talk in our head. It's all this negative like, well, you should have, you should be further along in this program or you should be further along in your life and da. da, 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 da. And the inner critic just goes wild. And that makes a person want to check out. That makes a person want to check out. And then if you're a high achieving person and you believe that your worth and your value comes from achieving, if you check out, there's going to be a lot of shame around that. And then the inner critic gets to have its way with you there. So, what's what is the antidote to this? What is the antidote to all of this? I know this is hitting home for a lot of people. And stay tuned because I'm going to couple my nervous system program. I don't know when this is going to come out, but it, it's been on my mind with um, a program to help people that suffer from perfectionism because it's 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 so deep, and I see the tie in my own life between perfectionism cuz perfectionism it it comes with pressure so i'm going to kind of call those two things the same thing but perfectionism putting pressure on ourselves and autoimmune disorders and chronic fatigue and all of that it's and and it still is what i've been saying which it comes from trauma in childhood but so does perfectionism it's you wired yourself that way because you found you believed because of people's actions around you, how they responded to you, that your value comes from doing per- things perfectly and from achieving. So that program is going to come out. It's going to be called Healing the Wound of Perfectionism and and Achieving. I don't know if that'll be in there somewhere, but Healing the Wound of Perfectionism, it's a title that came to me a while ago, um, as did the nervous system reset. It came to me in April and I ended up waiting until July, August to create the program. So that program is available. And if you purchase the nervous system program, which people are having really amazing results from, and I don't just say this lightly. I mean, one woman wrote me and said that it was better than doing a year of talk therapy. And those kinds of things just really, really, I do not take lightly. Like that's huge. And this is a do it yourself at your own time program, but there's so many tools in there for getting you out of your head and into your body, which is a huge part of being under pressure and perfectionism. So, if you purchase the nervous system program when the healing the wound of perfectionism comes out, you will just pay for that part um, as a separate kind of thing. And that'll be, we'll probably be doing that in a live weekly call format because it is such a deep rooted thing that I am currently unraveling on a more subtle level than I have before. It's so deep. It runs so deep and it's so destructive to just mind, body, spirit, all of it. This pressure that we put on ourselves that's totally unconscious. We don't even know we're doing it. If we did, we wouldn't do it. But it's almost like a drug that we can't stop because deep down we believe that's where our value comes from. And it's just not true. It's just not true. So that program will be out soon. You know, anyway, I'm kind of having epiphanies as we as I talk through this. But um, maybe it'll be out sooner than I believe it will be out. That might be the program that was meant to come through for this month. Uh, anyway, so. That will be out there. Go check out um, my website, www.purelightwellness.com to check out the Nervous System Reset Program. It's right there on the homepage. And see if that's a fit for you. But um, if you struggle with with any of this kind of stuff that we're talking about, it's going to really help you um, be that kind of foundational support for you. All right. So the pressure that we put on ourselves. Is toxic. The inner critic really goes to town. So, back to my client that took the Sunday, Netflixed all day, and then come Monday, she was so hard on herself. She, and she was just angry. She was angry at herself for doing that. She told me that she was really snappy with like her partner and our children, and because she felt all this inner angst at herself, that stuff goes outward too. It's not like we all just keep that within us. It, we treat people differently when we are under this pressure. And so this week, I really, if this hits home for you, if this feels like a hot spot, I'd love for you to just take your journal out and and journal about where you put yourself under pressure, like what feels like it has to get done and where you shame yourself when you want to take that break, journal about those two things. And if you notice the pressure being really strong, you can always take your right hand over your heart, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and find a time to just slow down that day. Like if you're in go mode and you can't stop, make yourself stop and just sit there, sit there for and do nothing. I don't mean sit there and get on your phone. That's another distraction. But literally just sit there with your hand over your heart and breathe for as long as it takes. And it's going to feel really uncomfortable. It's going to be really uncomfortable to do these things, to sit and do nothing when you inherently believe your value comes from doing. But we've got to start rewiring the part of you that thinks it's unsafe to do nothing. And I go into that into tools way deeper in the nervous system reset if that's calling to you. All right. Give that a try. Let me know how that goes. I'm so curious to hear from you. I want to know if this is hitting home for you. I think this is a big one. It's definitely very prevalent for me in my life right now, and I'm curious for you. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again. Next week, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends, your family, your social media. I'd love to get it out into the world more and more. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I so appreciate you. This is our 71st episode. And I have to say, as a person who puts a lot of pressure on herself and procrastinates and does all the things that you're not supposed to do and shames herself for those things in the past, It's pretty damn impressive that I've made it this far at 71 episodes because consistency has been a challenge for me in the past. And, you know, consistency with social media, consistency with YouTube videos, oftentimes, you know, that's I've kind of let things slide because I put so much pressure and then I need to take the pressure off. Mm, I love how this just came together today, even into this podcast. So it's the 71st episode. Yay, I'm clapping for myself. Woo! We did it. I think we only missed a couple weeks in there throughout the year and however many weeks we've been doing this. And so, damn, that's impressive for somebody that, you know, has in the past struggled with consistency. So what can you celebrate that you've done? Talk to that inner critic that tells you you... You know, you don't show up or whatever its little story is, talk back with what you have done. Show it where you are consistent in your life. And let's start unshaming the part of you that wants to take this pressure off, maybe by watching Netflix all day. All right, I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here.